Well, welcome back to the Get Shit Done podcast. Of course, this is Julie Jones with the Adventures of Julie Jones, bringing you exciting, inspiring conversation with amazing guests that I find from all around the world. And today is no different. I had the honor and pleasure of meeting today's guest just several weeks ago. And boy, I'll tell you, like attracts like, and it's so great to have energy and so great when you have the same name. So Julie Ann, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you, Julie. Yes, isn't it awesome? I think you've even got the same middle name as me, haven't you? I do. So we are the Julie Ann Squared Show today. (laughs) And if you could picture us, because we're on video as we do these podcasts, just so that you're not talking out in the air, right? We both have short hair and, you know, and we just have a lot of the same vibrant personality. So it's always exciting when I meet somebody that has the same energy as me, although you're not in the States right now. You're currently coming from a different country and you grew up somewhere else. So why don't we just talk a little bit about you, Julianne? Tell us about you, what you're passionate about, And, you know, what inspires you to live your best life now? Oh, absolutely, Julie. So, um, well, right now I am in uh, beautiful Puerto Vallarta in Mexico. Um, I've been here for the last three years. Um, Originally, I am from England. Um, Some people uh, hear that from my accent. Um, I actually left England like 20 years ago. And uh, I did a I did a magnificent uh, Shirley Valentine and uh, <laughs> left my uh, husband job, you know, country, the whole thing, and uh, and went sailing around the world. So I literally went from being a sort of like very uh, high level executive traveling around the world, um, you know, living in a three bed Victorian mansion with my 2.2 cats, et cetera. <laughs> and, I, and I turned into a nomad and I, and I li- literally traveled around the world for seven years and uh, did not have um, a country, did not have a job. You know, I was literally a nomad, a gypsy, um, traveling by boat, uh, lived in Africa, lived on a desert island for three months, lived in Thailand and Malaysia, eventually found my way to Canada and then settled there for a little while, which is where I started my business, uh, which was uh, Influence Publishing. And uh, and then that didn't last very long because really I, I can't stay long. I can't stay in one place for very long. And so... <laughs> So now I'm here in Mexico. I'm uh, still working remotely uh, with my business, Influence Publishing. And uh, yeah, from uh, from beautiful Mexico. Listen, you've got the water. You've probably got the beach. You know, what a, what a great atmosphere to work from and look at. However, if you're such a nomad, how much longer do you think you're going to stay in Mexico? And is there... Kind of plans in the future for someplace that you'd like to move those traveling feet to? Oh, you know, it's really interesting because um, I never really called, I, I, it was difficult for me to call anything home. And so for like a really long time, I called 
my boat home, right? Because I was like, or wherever, a bit like a tortoise or something, you know, like I had my shell and my shell just moved with me wherever I went. (laughs) Um, But since I've been in Mexico, I'm kind of uh, falling in love with this country. And uh, and I I am really, uh, I'm looking forward to doing some new things here. I've, um, you know, bringing people here is a way of actually um, keeping, um, you know, keeping the world close to you, bringing people to you rather than you going to them. So, and I don't know what the situation is with traveling right now. So I'm actually making the most of where I am and uh, enjoying that whole idea of bringing people, whether it's on writer's retreats or whether it's supporting other people that are doing spiritual retreats or uh, whatever that is, art classes, dance classes, whatever, just really bringing community together here in Puerto Vallarta, in Mexico. And uh, yeah, it's a beautiful place here. Beautiful. Well, it is. And I think that's one of your biggest strengths. And what I love is that idea of community. Mm-hmm. So, you know, really, so talk a little bit about your influence publishing and how you support people around uh, that. Because as many of you know, from listening to me week after week, is that, of course, I published my very first book, I wrote, I didn't publish it, but I, you know, I had somebody publish it. I wrote my very first book this past year, which I'm super proud of. Yeah. Julianne, you know, supports people in doing that. So talk about that and then talk about your exciting new project that you just got inspired to do. And let's share a little bit about that as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I started Influence Publishing like 12 years ago, and it started off with me actually writing my own story. So just like you, I had a whole bunch of people say to me, hey, why don't you share your story? And so I was like, okay. So I went into that thinking that I would like write my story. Everybody would be like super interested. And then, you know, somebody would want to make a movie of me or something. (laughs) Uh, You know, we all have those dreams, right? And So my book is called Around the World in Seven Years, A Life-Changing Journey. And um, that book really led me to start my publishing company because I realized that, you know, what's out there is really, really restrictive. And um, because I am dyslexic, um, it seemed like a really cool thing to actually start a publishing company and uh, declare to the world that I'm actually probably the world's only dyslexic book publisher. <laughs> so uh, anyway, that that's led me to a really interesting um, uh, career, if you like, in uh, in book publishing. I've published over uh, 300 authors in the last 12 years. And uh, most of the people that I attract are like entrepreneurs and they're people that really want to kind of use the book as a platform to say who they are and how they help other people and who they are in the world. Um, So it's not, it's definitely not traditional publishing, um, but it is a way of using the book as a, as really like a, as a platform, right. To say who you are and what your expertise is, et cetera. Um, So I've met some amazing, incredible people um, by working with them, you know, on their, on their life project, on their story, um, and letting the world know who they are. And, uh, you know, we all have unique gifts. And so I help people kind of pull out those unique gifts and present it to the world. And, uh, and so those people then formed my community. And so I have this really strong community of like over 300 
uh, people that I've worked with, you know, over the last 10 years, some of those have gone on to like write five, six, seven books. And uh, I've worked with them and supported them, you know, as, as they have grown and as they've done other things. And then they come to wherever I am in the world to um, join me for writers retreats. And so I've done that in, uh, I was, was doing that in France. I was doing that in Mexico. I've done it in Peru. I'm just giving people different experiences really by, by just joining me wherever I am, happen to be in the world. Um, and yeah. And so for the last like five years, that's been very much Mexico that people have been coming and joining me here. And because of restrictions in traveling and things like that, I've got to the point now where I've really started to build a new community here um, in Puerto Vallarta and just started this crazy new movement called the Misfits Movement. Um, and I'm really like so excited about it because I'm I'm attracting people that just don't fit in the box. You know, they're people that are individuals, they have um, they're being the authentic, real them in the world. And that means that often they don't fit into those nice little neat boxes. And you know about that, Julie, because you're definitely that person as well. <laughs> and so, yeah, so the Misfit Movement is just starting and that's going to, that's going to, uh, it's already building momentum really fast. And we're going to be doing online events and in-person events here in Mexico. And then we'll be doing retreats, um, including music and dancing and, you know, a whole bunch of really awesome, awesome things. And uh, I'm very excited about that and what's happening with the Misfits movement. <laughs> well, and I, I love that because I've always believed that there is community for everyone and sometimes it's it's easier for some people to find their tribe or those people that they resonate with. And, you know, we all go through different, I guess, stages in our life, right? So now I'm at the point in my life where it's like, take me or leave me. <laughs> you exactly. know, like, I, I know that I'm not everybody's cup of tea, but, you know, when you're in your sometimes 20s and 30s, fitting in is so important. And oftentimes when we attempt to fit in, we lose our identity. We lose like what, you know, gifts we have, what makes us unique because everybody is unique in some way, some way, shape or form. So I'm really excited to see, you know, where this, where this goes for you. And, you know, like, do you have like something in mind already, like the first event or you're just kind of building the community or how do people find out more about the misfit movement? Oh, it's like, it's, I, I've always been one of those people, Julie, that it's like, I'm a, you know, like I'm not one of those ready, aim, fire people. I'm more of a ready, fire. And then <laughs> we'll just see where that goes. And so, when, yeah, when I start things, I like, I start it straight away. And, and for me, it was really important that we could bring people together really quickly. So actually today is the first online mastermind that I'm doing. I'm doing that like virtually after this, this, this call. Um, and so I'm, the group is in two places. It's in Facebook. Um, it's a private Facebook group. Um, uh, called the Misfits Movement. Um, anybody can apply to be in the group. There are a couple of questions just to make sure that you are a true misfit. 
<laughs> and and as long as you you know give an answer that makes sense, then uh, then then you're in. Uh, so the mastermind really starts with you, you know, uh, playing a more passive role, listening to the kind of core membership and the conversation that's happening. And if you resonate with the conversation and you feel like this is a interesting conversation that you want to join, then you can join that through chat. And then if the rest of the group and the other members kind of resonate with you, then you can join um, as one of the panelists. So we're going to kind of grow that online platform pretty quickly, but um, I wanted it to be really open. It's free. There's no cost involved. It's like, just join the conversation. Let's see if the people resonate with you, right? Like that to me is the most important thing because I don't like rules. I hate rules, in fact, and most misfits really hate rules. So uh, I think it's all about resonance and it's all about frequency. And so you can only know if you fit in a misfits group, <laughs> if you resonate with fellow misfits, right? So I think the first conversation we're going to be having today is like, what is a misfit? Like, what is a misfit to you? What does that mean? And do you resonate with fellow misfits? And it's it's really interesting because I've already had a number of people that I've denied uh, membership to because their concept of being a misfit is kind of like it's because they they call themselves antisocial or, you know, it, or they say strange things like, you know, I don't know, just I, I, I've, you know, I, um, I, I just don't belong or, and it's like, actually it's all about community and it's all about connecting. So if you are a misfit, but you want to be a recluse, then this is not the group for you, right? <laughs> because it's all about connection and it's all about collaborating and it's all about helping one another. So like, if you're a misfit and you want to belong to a misfit group, then you know, you can only do that through resonance. So that is the one of the things that I'm doing to actually make that available to anybody anywhere around the world. You can join the Facebook group, Misfit Movement, um, and you can uh, then join us online every Tuesday at noon PST, which is two o'clock CST, 3 p.m. EST. You can just join the Zoom conversation and see if it resonates. So that's the online platform. And then here in Viata, I'm going to be um, meeting um, every Thursday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Um, I have a feeling that is going to grow very fast because we have attracted a lot of misfits to Puerto Vallarta. <laughs> and so I feel like that, that group is going to be expanding and expanding. Um, but hey, the beach is big. So if we end up just meeting on the beach, that's okay as well, right? Um, it, meantime, I am looking for a retreat center and I've got a couple of big leads that I'm following up this afternoon. My idea is that I create what is basically a village. So it's going to be a community center, a community village uh, where it will have long-term rentals, short-term rentals, and it'll have a big event space. And so people who are misfits can actually use that space to come and collaborate and connect and to actually facilitate their events. So not only will I be doing writing retreats there, but there will be other people that will be doing spiritual retreats, some people doing art events, some people doing dancing and yoga, and it's endless what we can do basically. So um, that 
really excites me. I'm just like on fire about that because now we can all connect together. It doesn't matter where you are, just come to Bayata and there's going to be accommodation there. There's going to be events happening. There's going to be art. There's going to be uh, self-help groups. There's going to be addiction groups. There's going to be PTSD groups. There's going to be art groups and dancing and yoga and so many things that I'm just freaking on fire about it, Julie. I'm like so excited. I'm like, yay! I couldn't tell, Julianne, how <laughs> excited you are. And here's what I love about this because, you know, with my my platform, Get Shit Done, right? And so this inspiration just came to you like a couple of weeks ago. And look at all the inspired action that you're taking already. See, that's like the goal in life. Like you have these ideas, let's run with them. Let's start making things happen. Mm -hmm. You know, when you have that fire burning in you, it doesn't seem like work, right? Like I'm so excited, you know, for you. And, you know, I'm thinking about Vallarta and then my brain goes to, well, this would be an excellent idea to go worldwide because some mm-hmm. people may not be able to get to Puerto Vallarta. So like, how do we duplicate this in other areas? Because there's misfits all around the world. In fact, I was resonating with you so much when you said that you're not a rule follower. <laughs> don't tell me no, because I will figure out a way to make it happen, right? And yeah. it's so interesting that I was a police officer enforcing rules. And yet I like to kind of be a rule breaker myself, right? So that probably just puts me in the misfit category right off the bat. And in fact, Julianne and I were talking about before we got on this podcast and I'm just laughing because I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, you didn't talk about anything in there about silence, right? Because Julianne and I were just saying, like we can never be at one of those like silent retreats for days on end. Because we'd be looking around after 10 minutes and be like, okay, who am I going to talk to? <laughs> <laughs> totally. Absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, and that's not to say that, you know, we won't end up doing like, you know, spiritual retreats that will include some silent time, right, for reflection. Um, but I, I just feel like life needs to be full of music and dancing and enjoyment and love and life and you know and just like you say I want to start a movement around the world and why not because as we do bring people from around the world on the online platform we can then duplicate that wherever we are so you know be somebody in the UK and they'll say hey I want to take this misfits movement and actually have a live event in the UK or in France or in Italy or wherever that is, you know, in Arizona or California or Canada or, I mean, you know, why not? Why not? And I just, I really feel that people who resonate will pick on the, pick up on that frequency and this movement will grow very quickly because not having any rules is really important to me. And I, you know, and I don't want like that. It's going to be interesting. Even this first event that I'm doing, you know, in a couple of hours online, just talking about what is a misfit, because, you know, even, even the fact that you label yourself or you resonate with the word misfit means that you are trying to identify in some way because then you are trying to like, you know, have some label that describes who you are. And I think the rule breaking piece of it is 
probably the most important piece, right? That that basically you are an individual. You are living your life to the full. You are helping people with your personal gifts in the world. And that usually doesn't fit into a box, right? Like we're entrepreneurs. We do podcast shows, right? We, we're, we're in a world where like, if you try and make me, I, I have Julie, you're probably the same as me. It drives me crazy when I get all these invitations to all these groups. And it's like, join this group and answer these 20 questions. And do you promise to do this, this, and this? And we want to know all about you, but only on a Tuesday, every other Tuesday when it's a full moon only. And then you can tell us about what you do between the hours of 6 p.m. and 8 p.m. only. And if you do it any other time because you don't remember that, then we don't want you in the group anymore because you've broken the rules. So I'm just like, oh my God, that's so not going to work for me. (laughs) Wouldn't work for me either, Julianne. And I just, I just love, again, I love your energy, you know, and again, we just met like a couple of weeks ago. And so in talking a few weeks ago, you shared with me, you know, incredibly personal story actually on your podcast. And so I have to ask you, and you know, you can share as much as you want about your fiance, but I remember you saying that he had such a zest for life. Is he really the inspiration behind, like, I know you have your own energy and everything that you do is about living life to the fullest, but does, but does he inspire you to be even bigger and better and bolder and louder when it comes to living life to the fullest? Julie, I I think uh, Azuka was an inspiration for me to remind people that life is so precious and get shit done now because tomorrow might not exist. So for for your listeners, uh, five months ago, uh, my fiance passed away. Um, uh, He had a bacterial infection, um, which uh, was complicated by COVID. Um, I also came down with COVID. I had pneumonia. And so um, uh, I made it out of the hospital and he didn't. And he was a person that was so full of life. He was so joyful. He was so happy. Like he only ever lived in the now only. Like he never, like if if I said something like, you know, let's say something happened the day before um, and I would say, you know, oh my God, I'm I'm so, I'm, I still don't feel happy about what happened, about that situation. And he would just look at me and he'd go, are you still talking about that? That was yesterday. Like, and he was like, with such an innocent, innocent face. And I would just like be, oh my God. So he really taught me to live in the now. And he taught me to really make the most of every single day. He died at the age of 46, Julie. That's freaking nothing. And, and everybody that knew him said that he lived life to the full. He totally lived life to the full. He enjoyed every moment. Everyone that he met was so inspired by him. He always had this massive smile on his face. He danced through life and he literally danced through life. He, he, we would just like dance in the street. Like I remember we went to went to Paris a few years ago, you know, uh, before we, you know, before travel restrictions. This was just before COVID. 
and we are walking through the underground, um, you know, train station in in Paris. And, you know, and everybody's like so formal, it's in the middle of the week and everyone's rushing to work, you know, and they're all wearing their, you know, like the office gear and uh, their briefcases and everything. And uh, there was a guy playing the steel drums um, uh, in the, in the train station. And, uh, and he was playing that song Despacito and, uh, we started dancing salsa, um, in the underground station. And like, everybody was like stopped in their tracks and they were clapping along and they were videoing us. And like, that is just like that. He literally danced through life, right? He totally danced through life. And so I have been left with this legacy of live life to the full today. Don't put anything off for tomorrow because he died very, very suddenly. Like literally one minute we're dancing in the street. We're we're inspiring people through our joy and through our happiness and through our love. And literally one month later, like he's dead. And it's like, you never know. Like he was never ill a day in his life. He was somebody that like, just like, you know, he never got colds. He never got ill. He never had accidents. He was just like, he had such a positive outlook to life that everybody was completely shocked when he died. It was like, what? Azuka is Spanish for sugar because he was the sweetest, sweetest man. And it's like, everybody was like, what do you mean he's dead? Huh? Like, how can that happen? He's dead? What happened? You know, and it's like, yeah, that's what happens. That's life. It's precious. And if you don't get shit done, like today, tomorrow, you might be dead. So like, just, just make the most of life. So yeah, he really, he, uh, he drove that home to me, Julie, that like, don't like life is too precious. Enjoy every freaking moment. And I did like, we were together nearly three years. And I would say those were the best three years of my life. And I, I, we loved life. We enjoyed every moment together. And so he left that legacy of like, don't, don't waste a single day. Don't do it. Just, just live life to the full because tomorrow they might not be a tomorrow. Right. And, you know, thank you so much for sharing. Cause I know that that's not ever easy And it's what I get so passionate about as well, because being a law enforcement officer, I saw how quickly life can change, you know, that here today, gone tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Um, I've seen it in my own life. You know, my mom too, she was only 59 when she passed and hard to believe that this March of 2022, she is going to be gone 18 years. Wow. And it seems like a blink of the eye, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And I always say, we don't know when our exp- our expiration date is. Like, right, I, yeah. I believe for whatever reason, it's stamped on the back of your head. And too many times, and it's easy to do, you know, we, we go through life and we're like, oh, I got to do this and I got to do that or I have to, I, you know, and, and you look at things with such drudgery. And if you just shifted a little bit, mm-hmm. I love the dancing story. Because that just reminds me of how I do things. And a lot of my people who are listening or have seen me do videos, I am known for costumes. And I will walk around (laughs) town in costume. And so many people say to me, oh my gosh, I wish I could do that. And I look at them and I say, and why not? Why 
can't you put on a costume and walk around and make people smile and inspire people? It's all about those moments. It's like, stop looking at things sometimes, you know, as I always say that you had a bad day, it was a bad moment within a day. Look at all the things to be grateful for. And, you know, if, you know, with people listening, if this inspires you to do anything, dance more, like get out there and dance. Nobody's watching, like nobody, you know, cares. Like I used to, you know, laugh at my dad because I used to call him the two-stepper. He like had like the two steps. He just kind of went back and forth. But my dad was never afraid to get on the dance floor and dance. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes we just worry too much about what other people think. They're not mm-hmm. thinking about us. They're only thinking nope. about themselves, right? Yeah. So yeah. absolutely. I, I am super excited, Julianne, for what you are uh, accomplishing. So, you know, when you look throughout your life and you've had, like you've had a lot of challenges, you know, I mean, again, thank you for sharing about the dyslexia and starting a publishing company. It's like, if you really want to get good at something, you know, and if you have a challenge in life, go out and, you know, create a business <laughs> around it, right? So you, you had that, the loss of a fiance. I mean, so what else? Like, is what else, like, are you inspired to do? What are some of the other goals that you're thinking about besides the misfit movement? You know, where, where's Julianne in the next year? You know, uh, Julie, I'm really, really passionate about people sharing their stories. And, uh, you know, the I did do a TED talk on the on the topic of dyslexia. And, uh, you know, dyslexia is really just one of those misfit stories, right? It doesn't matter whether you're dyslexic, whether you're autistic, whether you've got ADHD, whether you've got like one leg, you know, whether you're in a wheelchair, if you have a mental illness or you have PTSD or... Uh, you know, you're you're gay or you're lesbian or you're transvestite or you're, you know, it doesn't matter who you are as a person. We all have amazing, inspiring stories to share. And so this is a part of what I do, you know, as a publisher is, is actually really, really encourage people to share their stories. And people say, oh God, I'm not a writer. You know, I can't share my story. I'm really bad at writing or I've got dyslexia, for example. And I say to people, you know what? If you can tell your story, if you can speak your story, then I can do the rest, right? I can help you. I've got a great team, great team of editors. You know, like literally you can speak your story and then we can we can publish that in a book. But what I do to really help people feel more confident about that is I do collaborative books. So for the last five years, I've had a whole bunch of projects. I've done 20 of these collaborative books where basically we're getting like 15 or 20 people together on one book project. And we actually have multiple people uh, with like-minded stories that all get involved in a book. Like they do one chapter each. And I basically facilitate that. I do a workshop, I do masterminds and we get people together. So at any time I've got a whole bunch of projects on the go, just like that. So um, I will be doing a Misfits Movement series of books where we all get to showcase our crazy misfit stories. Um, we've got another project on the go with um, a people that are 60 plus that are inspiring um, other people because they're, they're wise and they're mentors and they're amazing, incredible women. Uh, we have a whole series of books called The Woman of 
Worth series, which is all about women setting, uh, stepping into their full worth. And uh, we're now on book 10 in that series. Um, I do have a book about dyslexia and we're inviting people to share their dyslexic stories. And so I'm, I'm, I've always got lots of potential projects on the go so that people can actually share their stories. So like if anybody wants to get involved in anything at any level, just, just drop me a line. I'm Julianne on Facebook and you can uh, email me at admin at influencepublishing.com and uh, just, just, or join the movement, join the misfit movement uh, on Facebook and also on Telegram. And, uh, you know, let's get shit done together, as you say. <laughs> Absolutely. So those, that contact information will be in our show notes so that you can, you know, connect with Julianne. Now, is there, do you have a website or anything, Julianne, as well, that you want to tell people about? I do. Um, it is Influence publishing.com. And there are, there's a lot of information on that website. It's, it's like a 200 page website. So we have, we have so much on that website. Um, you can find out all about our retreats. You can find out about my podcast show. Um, we're just starting a new series called Meet the Misfits. Um, uh, Julie will also be on that show. I think <laughs> your show is next Friday, Julie. Um, so uh, yeah, and collaborative book projects and retreats and events, a whole bunch. Everything's there, influencepublishing.com. Awesome. Well, my gosh, we could probably talk for hours on end, because I'm just super excited about everything that you have to, to share. And I really do believe that people got the message today to live your best life now and to really get shit done. Because again, you know, sometimes it seems like, oh my gosh, would, would Julie, would Julie Jones just please stop harping about there is no promise of tomorrow. But if you didn't hear that loud and clear today, hear it, because it really is the truth. So on that note, Julianne, thank you again so much for everything that you shared today. What an inspiration. I'm super excited about, you know, the listeners, you know, tuning in and seeing what they're inspired to do moving forward in their lives from everything that we've shared today. So uh, thank you again for my listeners. Always appreciate your love and support and listening in to what the crazy Julie Jones. And now I guess I'll have to say the misfit Julie Jones and the misfit <laughs> Julianne had to share today. Uh, make sure that, you know, you share this with someone that you know that can benefit from our podcast. And as always, have a productive get shit done kind of week. We will talk to you soon. Time is our most valuable asset. And I certainly do appreciate yours. Thank you so much for listening to the Get Shit Done podcast with me, Julie Jones. If this episode was helpful for you, please subscribe and give me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast. This goes a long way in helping others to find the show too. Are you ready? I mean, really ready to make the next step towards living your best life now? Then contact me at juliejones.biz to schedule your call with me. You can also find additional information on contacting me in the show notes. Be sure to tune in again next week for another episode of the Get Shit Done podcast. 
in the meantime, be sure to live your life with purpose and passion.